Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to Face to Face. This is a show about change and about what's next. It's a show that wants to ask questions, peel back the layers of our average everyday experience, and go beyond scratching the surface. We interview amazing people with incredible ideas and stories who have done wild, weird, and wonderful things. Remember that imagination shared create collaboration, and collaboration creates community, and community inspires social change. I'm David Peck, and this is Face to Face. My next interview is with Aliza Pulaski. She's a Canadian filmmaker who talks to me about a whole lot of things, including her new film, her delightful new film, Driving with Selvi. It's probably coming soon to a theater near you. Uh, they are on the road. Uh, the, the main character in the film, Selvi, uh, and Aliza are out. Uh, hammering the pavement, as it were, getting people out to see this. And, and what's really cool about this is it's connected to a campaign called Savor a Seat. And I'm hoping that you're going to look that up. You're going to check uh, them out online. But more importantly, I hope you're going to get out to see the film. It's a film about um, staying present. It's about it's about child marriage. It's about uh, entrepreneurship and, and, and Selvi's desire to tell uh, her story and to, to I guess you could say, almost in a sense, be a part of, of, of something bigger. There are lessons here for everyone. Uh, there are things to talk about uh, at, at, a, at a, a family level, at a community level, uh, at a political level. This is, a, this is an issues-oriented film, but it's, it's a beautiful film, and it is de- dealt with in such a uh, relationally sensitive way. And I think you're going to, uh, I think you're going to really uh, enjoy it on so many levels. Driving with Selvi, Aliza uh, Pulaski, uh, coming right up. And don't forget davidpecklive.com for more information about my podcasting and uh, public speaking, and also rabble.ca for a whole host of other podcasts, including Face to Face. Coming right up, Driving with Selvi. Well, welcome to Face to Face. We're joined by another very special guest uh, here today, another fil- uh, filmmaker, another Canadian filmmaker. Aliza um, uh, Pulaski is here with us to talk about her new film, Driving with Selvi. Aliza, thanks for, thanks for taking the time today. No, thanks for having me. And, and you're calling in from way beyond the um, Torontonian borders of Kingston, I believe. Is that right? That's right, yeah. We're in Kingston for the next few days for a couple of screenings at the screening room. Excellent. And you've got a, got a little bit of a, a tour going on with the film, uh, do you not? Yes, that's right. Um, well, we've just come from Europe, where we screened in London and Brussels and Rotterdam. And uh, we did a week at the Bloor 
Cinema in Toronto, and now we're in Kingston, and we're going on to Ottawa tomorrow, oh, sorry, Wednesday night at the Bytown. And then we head to the States. We're going to be in Colorado, Providence, and Salem. Oh, that's great. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And then you're coming back to Hot Dogs, aren't you, back to the, the Bluer Cinema in Toronto? Yeah, that's right. We've got two more nights there, uh, November 24th and December 1st. Fantastic. Well, listen, congratulations. I, I hope everybody sees this film. I, I, I thought it was delightful and on so many levels, and, and you know, you're dealing with such a, a serious uh, subject matter and mm-hmm. some pretty troubling things going on in the world out there, and yet you do it in such a beautiful human uh, way. And, uh, yeah, I I can imagine the feeling in the theater when, when the film ends, and uh, uh, there's there's got to be this, I would, I'd like to think, there's got to be this sense of hope and that, you know, uh, that we are all in this together, you know? Um, yeah. And, and that's certainly what I felt watching the film. But uh, I don't know how you can't with the main character in the film. She's just so wonderful and delightful and, and such a beautiful smile. She is incredible. Her courage and her spirit are so strong. And um, she's traveling with me right now. So we've been on the road for about three weeks. And we've got two more to go. And everywhere, every audience that meets her is just, sort of dumbstruck and <laughs> right. in awe. And she gets extremely long standing ovations and you know, she's just wonderful. Oh, that's cool. That's really mm-hmm. cool. I want to talk about the campaign in a way, uh, in, a, in a couple of minutes here that you guys are sort of in the middle of and but tell us a little bit about South India's first female taxi driver. Well, Selvi was a former child bride. She was forced to marry at fourteen to a very violent man. And she ran away a number of times back to her family, and her family would always send her back. And the last time she ran home, her brother basically said to her, you know, go back to your husband or kill yourself. Mm. And she chose to kill herself, and she went out to the highway, and she was waiting for a bus so she could throw herself under it. But when the bus approached, instead of throwing herself in front of it, she actually raised her hand and flagged it down. And... She got on the bus instead. So that gives you, a, you know, a little idea of what a survivor she is and it's her instinct to, to stay present. So she ended up eventually in a women's shelter uh, called Odinati, and that's where I met her. I, I went there to do some volunteer work. And um, at the time, I hadn't made a film in 10 years, and I had no intention to do one again. But basically the directors of the, of the shelter found out I had to video background and asked me to make something. So I brought my camera out and, well, they gave me a camera. And Sophie was one of many girls that I met there. But hmm. there's something in her, you know, she she has this sparkle and this shine. And I was just drawn to her. Oh, without a doubt. And at doubt, the time, yeah. she was learning to drive and setting up a taxi company. So she was pretty impressive because in India back then, even today, it's really rare to see a woman driving a car. When you say, when you say back then, this is 20, uh, 2004 approximately. 2004, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and um, anyway, I just fell in love with her and her story and her and her strength, and I knew that her story would be incredibly inspiring to other women and girls in India. And in a way, we started out making just a little film with the idea of screening it to the other Odinati girls from the shelter or some of the outlying villages near Mysore. But you know, it turned into a feature film. It took twelve years to make, and. We've been traveling around a lot with it. So Selby just grew on camera, and that's really what the film's about. It's her transformation from village-abused woman to empowered, working mother. 
And this is pretty much, this is about a 10-year journey for the two, to, well, for the whole community, I guess, involved in the film, but for the two of you in particular. Yeah, it was 11 years of shooting. Wow. And yeah. so how do you keep, I mean, this is a little bit of a technical question, I guess, as a director, mm-hmm. but how do you keep that, I don't know, is there a safe distance you need to keep as you're filming somebody, as you're trying to tell their story so that you don't, I don't know, muddy the waters in a way? Or, or does it does it make it a more intimate piece in a sense because you are so sort of embedded in arm in arm, as it were? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, in theory, most filmmakers will tell you that you should keep that distance from yes. the subject. And I wasn't able to do that. Uh, and I think that what what the film becomes is a very intimate portrait of mm. Selby. And I think that my own <clears throat> feelings for her are really evident in the film. You know, mm. She's like a sister to me. We became very close over the years. And, um, you know, it was usually just a single truth. You know, it was just me. I, I'd do sound and camera and make coffee. Actually, Selby would make the coffee, but um, but you know it was a very intimate setting. I'd have a uh, have a translator when we were doing interviews, but other than that, it was generally just me and Selby's house and me following her around. So she really opened up, and um, I feel like that intimacy is what makes the story so mm. special. Well, it's a deeply relational film. It sure is. There's there's no doubt, and it really does come out with. I mean, it comes out in in your uh, clearly in the questions that you asked as, you know, the ones that actually appear on film, but also you know the over ten years. I mean, how can you not, how can you not dig pretty deep? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, Sylvie's not. He wasn't ever. He didn't open up easily. Right. And for Selby, sharing his story was really important, but really getting to the finer details of what happened to her and how she felt and what her dreams were, that was more difficult for her to talk about. And even today, she really doesn't like to bring up the past. You know, right. When people ask her, often she'll say, you know, I'd rather talk about the future. I'm dreaming about the future, not the past. And I wonder, I wonder if she was chatting with us now, if she was a part of the conversation, if, you know, if she would say that's part of the reason why. I mean, I, I, I'm blown away at how positive she is. You know, there's a line mm-hmm. in the f- near the end of the film where she says, I'm a, I'm a lucky girl. <laughs> I, know. I, just, I know. I just laughed out loud. I just went, that's, because I'm not like that. I've, I've got this, you know, as my wife Elizabeth would be only to, and my kids, pleased to tell you, I've got this darker, <laughs> melancholic side, right? Yeah, me and, too. And, and, and yet here's this woman who, who, you know, from a very young age was essentially rejected and, and not included on so many levels. And yet she's just got this uh, uh, smile that, 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 that embraces every room she probably walks into, you know? Am, Absolutely. Am I, am I overstating? Not at all. Not at all. And, you know, it's not just a smile. It's her warmth. It's and her warmth. It's her way. people. Yeah. And she loves connecting with people. And, you know, maybe that's partly because of the rejection she mm. had from her mother mm. and her family, from, from as an infant even, not just as a 14-year-old child bride. Um, well, you know... I, I definitely went, when, you know, whenever I'm feeling melancholy and negative or angry about something. I do think about it probably a lot. Sure, sure. And she's, she's such a mentor to me in that, in that sense. Well, and this is the inspirational edge to... to I don't know, connecting with others, I guess, and, 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 and reading great stories and watching great film, right? I mean, isn't this mm-hmm. kind of why we do it in, in, in yeah. a sense? 
Why, you know, and this is a question for her, and I don't think it came up in the film, and maybe it kind of sort of does. You, you mentioned her being a fighter and so on. She put her arm up. She didn't throw herself under the bus. I mean, have you ever gotten to the bottom of that? Was it a, was it a moment? Was it a thought? Was it a memory? Was it a sense that there's got to be something more that, that stopped her from taking that um, next step? You know, I, I think it was really pure instinct. Hmm. When she talks about it now, it's really about she wanted to prove her worth. Right. And she wanted to prove that she was worth more than staying in, an, in, a, in that bad marriage or killing herself. And she wanted to do something with her life and prove that they were wrong. Her family was wrong right. to insist that she be dead or... I mean, those were the two choices she was given. And she was like, mm, no way, that's well, not who I am. It was kind of like her statement of saying, listen, I am worthy. I, I, yeah. I am included. I am a part of this uh, yeah. thing called life. Exactly. There's a, there's a moment where uh, she says that she doesn't, um, and I, I couldn't help but um, as a, I've got an 11- and a 9-year-old, and, and she said, you know, I don't even remember my father's face. And then she talks a little bit later about the, the disconnect with her brother. I mean, that's an understatement. And then about her mother and how she's so poorly treated and mistreated. And, you know, I, I interviewed Deepa Mehta recently about her, her, her new film, Anatomy of Violence. And I said at some point, you know, Deepa, I just kind of got this sense that so many issues around the world are connected to really crummy parenting really mm -hmm. poor parenting, the way we mentor our kids, the way we, we direct them and, and, and what we teach them, you know, implicitly and explicitly. And, I mean, it, your film just touches on so many things and tells this beautiful story at the same time. But what's your sense about that? I mean, is, is, is it, you know, this, this idea of <laughs> solid parenting, where does that play into these, you know, bigger issues? Well, I mean, you know, th th those are our formative years. I think that um, somehow Salvi managed to... I don't know, you know, she, she's managed to come at the other side of terrible parenting mm -hmm. and uh, in a positive way. But I think that she's quite unique in that. But she's also very, she's got two children now. In the film, you meet Hedida, who was about two to four years old at the time. Um, but now she's got a second daughter who, who's two years old. And she is so dedicated to them. And I know that, you know, everyone says, oh, all of that is not true. Like that's not the case. So I'm really amazed at Sylvie has um, how Sylvie has been a great mother, role model, and she has, you know, she she didn't know what a good parent meant. So um, somehow Sylvie managed to come out the other side. You know, of course she's got demons, and who knows exactly what they are, and she'll always deal with that sense of rejection. Affecting her, but so so. Do you think? Do you think Sylvie's sort of healing? Uh, obviously, it's all of our. You know, our, we all we all are broken vessels of one kind or another, and we find mm -hmm. our ways back to healing and back to relationship in, in a variety of different ways. But do you think it yeah. had something to do? And you certainly also communicate this really beautifully. The community at Odnadi, the 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 some of the folks that she did meet there, some of the good male role models that she had yeah. in her life. I mean, yeah. this sense of community. So in a, I guess I guess my question is, in a sense, her healing came out of that almost, or at least some of it did. Absolutely, yeah. Selby, Selby, Selby really 
needs community. She needs people around her. She needs to have that sort of exchange and that mm. sense of belonging. And she was, was lucky to have found out and to have met Sarah Parshu, who who became great role models for, for men to her and like her brothers and her family. And she's got that now with her current husband. She remarried uh, seven years ago. That's in the film as well. But, and, you know, he's a really wonderful man as well. And she's part of something bigger. You know, it's not just, it's not just herself. So community is, is really important to her. And I think, I think community is much more important in India than in Canada. We, I think a lot of people live as uh, and that's likely to happen within Indian families. Um, yeah. There's a there's a moment, uh, and just to sort of connect it, kind of to this, to her how how positive her her positive spirit, her her love her love for life. I mean, it comes it comes through in so many ways, and and I don't want to devalue the pain and the and the uh, and the trauma that she experienced over the years. But she says uh, to you, maybe or to someone else that if she hadn't married her first husband she would never have met and I'm, I don't know if I'm going to pronounce it right is it BG her husband her new yeah. husband yeah she would never have met him so mm-hmm. <laughs> there's this sense in which for her you know everything this is all just a part of my story and yeah. this is a part of who I am and this is why I'm where I am today and there's almost a sense of I don't know can I say gratefulness um, mm-hmm. that that is really quite profound and quite beautiful yeah, she she really does take her story and and use it to the best she can. And it was actually what that what you just said. What she she says, um, if I hadn't married that first husband, I would have never met VG, and I'd never be where I am today. Meaning driving, and for me that was actually a pivotal moment in the edit suite because I'd been really struggling at finding the story, the true mm. story, because it was really simple. But it was that that made me realize her saying that is that that transformation that you live. And that is such a great example of how she's healing and how she's able to move forward even though her past was so horrific. So that positive outlook and that gratefulness is constant. I think that it's getting growing within her. More she heals, the more she's able to be grateful for her story, for her for her path. I've, um, you know, I guess we've all taken a lot of cab rides over the years. I don't think I've ever taken a cab ride with a woman taxi driver. And really, I don't think so. I was I was reflecting on that, and I've I've certainly traveled the world. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, quite a few different countries, tuk-tuk drivers, the whole works. So, yeah. so I guess what well, I guess my point being is, she she really is uh, somebody who is, I don't know, stepping outside of the the status quo, I guess, in that sense. And and I love how near the end of the film, you know, maybe right near the end of the film, she's talking about getting a fleet of oh yeah <laughs> of vehicles that she wants to you know work with and manage. And I I so wish her well with that. But I love her tenacity and her desire for something else and something. You know, other. Yeah, she's always looking at uh, how she can grow and, you know, what she can do next. And, you know, during the Q&As after, after our screening, she always is asked, so oh, do you have a fleet? And the answer to that is actually no. 
And um, her, it's mostly her husband that's focusing on driving because it's a long-haul truck that they own. Right. It's, you know, she's got two kids. She can't go overnight with, with, and leave them. So she does more short hauls at home, and he does all that long-distance stuff. But all this to say, she's right now really focused on, on our campaign, the Save Her a Seat campaign, which we're going to be launching in India in, in a few months. So her focus is on getting her story out there. And she said something really amazing, and I repeat this whenever I can. It was just a couple weeks ago, but she said to me, in regards to we were trying to fundraise for Save Her Seat, and she said to the audience, I don't have any money. What I do have is my story, mm-hmm. and sharing it with girls in India is my small gift to society. Mm. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's cool. Hey, listen, yeah. dri- driving with Selvi, and that's S E L V I dot com is the website. We could find out a little bit about Safer Receipt uh, and the campaign, but why don't you tell us a little bit more about it while I got you? Yeah, sure. So, Safer Receipt, the idea is that when you go to a cinema, you've got your friends that, hey, will you save me that seat beside you? And what our goal is is to get the film in front of women and girls in India. Selby is such an inspiration to us, like as a sort of Canadian audience. So just imagine what it would be like for a young Indian girl to look up at the screen and see someone that looks familiar and has experienced the same mm. issues that, that the audience is experiencing. And that is, that is what we're looking at doing, is creating this inspiration, this moment of contact where other girls can get to know Selby in person as well as on screen. And Selby's story will help them realize that they too can dream about their own future and that they can make their own decisions. And and it's not like we're just going into India and screening the film. We're working with local NGO partners on the ground who are already working with girls and women. Um, And we're actually launching this with a 30-day, 30-community screening bus tour. And Selby will be driving the bus. (laughs) And we've got a village to village. That's awesome. Yeah. And she's it, it, we keep putting it off because we're still trying to raise the funds to do it. So originally we were going to be doing it like six months ago. And the plan is now we're definitely doing it next early 2017. But she's always like, when are we going? When are we going? can't wait to start really sharing her story with the people that she knows will be most impacted by it. And we're also organizing a bursary program to enable 10 to 15 women uh, to do a six-month commercial driving training program. So the idea is, is to create opportunities for more women to get out and drive taxis, and that will create economic empowerment for those women. But also in India, I'm sure you're aware, but obviously with the 2012 Delhi gang rape, um, state transportation has become a huge problem. It's always been a problem, but it's part of a conversation now. So state transportation for women in India, we're looking at bringing more women drivers so that women have the option to drive with women rather than get stuck in their house or have to get a lift with a male driver. Right. So it's a multi it's a multi phase campaign, and um, you know there's edu- <clears throat> an educational component that that NGOs that we're working with will will lead with their their audiences. And you know we're starting with 30 days, but the goal really is to get the film in front of a million girls and women. Wow, I'm not sure that's if you amazing. Know this, but 47% of Indian girls are married before the age of 18. So yeah. child marriage is a huge problem, and we hope that the film will become part of the conversation to mm. end this practice. 
What's so great about what you're doing is it's not just about creating a conversation. It's not just about, you know, getting people to talk about this around the dinner table and ask questions and so on and go a little deeper. You guys are, I mean, this is in fact rubber meeting the road. You are, mm-hmm. you are, you are out on a bus tour. I mean, that's yeah. so awesome. And a million, a million girls is a, is a huge goal, but, but you know, with the right, with the right partners, and I'm so thrilled to hear you're coming alongside NGOs and so on. I mean, that, that, that's doable. It is doable. It is. Obviously, we won't be screening the film ourselves for right. million women, but our partners will be. Yeah. And we're really excited about it. Well, it's so incredible, too, with, with a story like Selby's, the, the ability to have an impact. And, and, and I think it's, it can be immediate. It can be see the film wow, what a difference that's going to be for me, or, or I'm, I'm energized to do something, you know, something else and something other. But I think, I think the beautiful thing about this is it, 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 it's the kind of story that will resonate for a long time. That's the sense I get. It's, it becomes a part of all of our greater uh, narratives, if that makes sense. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it you know? does. Yeah. Yeah. The pos- that feels great. That yeah. feels great that this is something that... Well, I lo- and I love, you know, and maybe we can wrap it up now. And uh, We've got to sadly bring this to an end. But, but you, you know, your comment about her uh, earlier on in the conversation to sort of come back full circle, her instinct to stay present mm-hmm. was, and, I, and, you know, wow, what a, what a reminder for me, for I hope my listeners, for people watching this film that, I mean, is, is that why she's got this love for life, her ability to be present in the moment, and, and and this and this beautiful realization that I've I don't have any money but I've got my story. Yeah. You know? Definitely. And and we all are kind of in that boat, aren't we, to some degree? Yeah, we all are in that boat. We don't all we're not all capable of seeing yeah, no, it's, uh, well, listen, congratulations on the film. Once again, uh, the website is drivingwithselvi.com. Elisa Pulaski here with me today talking about her new film and, and coming soon to a theater near you in a variety of different cities. When are you back to Hot Docs? Uh, November 24th and December 1st. Fantastic. And I would like to mention that yeah, we please. also have, um, we also do community screening. So people can go to our website and click on host a screening and fill out a form there if they want to bring the film to their own community. So this film can be screened anywhere in the world. And um, we've got dozens of of independent screenings that are happening with NGOs, with community groups, book groups, so anyone can do that. And you can get more information about Save Her a Seat at saveherseat.com. So we've got drivingwithselvy.com, saveherseat.com as well. That's fantastic. We'll get all that information up on the site, too. And, and again, uh, Aliza, congratulations on the film. Thank you so much. Great talking to you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.